It's me, M. In the spirit of Bake Off this week, I have set up Q for failure by setting a trapdoor under his chair. Here he comes now. Do, 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 do. Where is my mic? Oh, you over there. Nah. Wait, where, where, where is the? What, what is it? Is unset custard? There's so much unset custard. Where'd you get this giant ramekin? Is, is that a cat? Catty! Oh my gosh. Oh, finally a rope. Whoa, 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 okay. All right, this, hi everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And, uh, wow. Let me get a second to recollect myself from that. How did you get the cat to pee on command like that? Dessert week. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you find that giant ramekin filled with unset custard? There was so much unset custard. So did you try the experiment with blueberries and cinnamon tea? Actually did, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it tasted exactly how you think it would taste. Blueberry? In cinnamon tea? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, it tasted, like the, the blueberries, they got a little bit like mushy. I don't know how long you're supposed to leave them in there. Mm -hmm. They got a little bit mushy. But um, when you actually bite into it, the cinnamon does like overtake the blueberry flavor like a bit. It does. Yeah. Did, anyway. you, <laughs> yeah. did you use American blueberries? Yeah, American. Oh, okay. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. I bought it from the grocery store here. <laughs> uh, what did you think of this episode, Q? It that was... <laughs> why, don't, why don't you tell us? Why did you think of this episode? <laughs> why don't you tell us? <laughs> I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was... It was very technical. <laughs> I thought it was bad. And the controversy is this... We, we could kind of just go over briefly the technical right now. Okay. Okay. So the judges gave the bakers one and a half hours to make these, these triaco puddings, right? And they, they let us know that they would need to bake for about 40 minutes. Four zero. Four zero. And a, a lot of the discourse online and from professional chefs and bakers is that the judges didn't give the bakers enough time to do this. <laughs> because if you give them an hour and a half and the thing needs to bake for 40 minutes, that means you only get about 50 minutes to do everything else. And there's a lot of different elements to this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are saying that the producers and the judges set up the bakers for failure. They didn't give them enough time. It was a bad technical challenge. And Paul shouldn't have been disappointed in everybody <laughs> <laughs> knowing what they did. Because, like, the measure of a good technical is that, like, somebody does well and that a, a couple people fail, right? They're supposed to be, like, you know, when you're doing, like, a test for somebody, you want a couple of failures, a couple of, like, successes, and, like, everybody in between, right? Mm -hmm. This failed that test because everybody just failed miserably. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like, so it wasn't a good technical because they were just too hard on the bakers. And then the rest of the episode, Paul was, like, very disappointed on everybody, mm -hmm. which people found annoying. Because, Paul, <laughs> you didn't give him enough time. But that's kind of the, the conversations about this episode. Or maybe the bakers just didn't rise to the occasion. That that could be it, too. But also, I don't know. I think I think they just they set them up for failure for a little bit. Like, an hour and a half is not a long time. 
and then within the hour and a half, you two, they, they didn't know that you had to, like, let, let those, uh, what was it, puddings bake for 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. That's like half, maybe like half of the challenge. They're just waiting around for the thing to bake while they're doing the different elements. I think most of the bakers did like 20 minutes or 25 minutes. Yeah, it was 20, 25 minutes. And I think like they, half the time. Yeah, I think they like, they were, they were like, well, it's an hour and a half challenge. Like, surely they wouldn't like, you know, need us to bake this for more than a third of the challenge, right? Wrong. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was kind of rough. I'm interested to see if they have a test baker so if oh. they have a challenge and they have somebody run through it and then they see about how much time it takes that person to do it but and then, then based on yeah, that they have to also not tell that person how much time, sure yeah sure maybe it's paul or something paul is the test baker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like i did it in 45 minutes yeah <laughs> okay he's like i did it in an hour and 25 they could do it an hour 30 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah that, that that's kind of um controversy this episode mm. and also why i'm covered in uh custard yeah. cat pee. yeah where did that come from <laughs> all right let's talk about the episode <clears throat> in the intro allison presents Noel with a cheesecake made from stilton cheese mm. literal funny <clears throat> yes also a knickerbocker glory cake which was with a side of underwear because mm-hmm. i guess that's a knickerbocker and uh and I was like, you're taking the names of these desserts way too literally. Finally, Allison says, can I present to you my spotted dick? And then they introduce the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then Noel asks, is that Paul or Prue's? Very raunchy, right? Mm. That's kind of a raunchy intro for like a family-friendly show. Yeah. We hear from some of the bakers at this point. Christy says, week seven, it's been like a life journey. Maddie says, imposter syndrome has kicked in. I've been driving myself mad thinking, have they looked at me yet? Are they trying to avoid eye contact because they want to send me home? You've been looked at, Maddie. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Josh says, start baker last week. That was really special. Saku says, I like desserts. I like anything sweet. I also like anything savory. I like every food, which is funny. That just kind of goes for everything, I guess. Yeah. Tasha says, dessert week will be hard. Dramatic for sure. Enjoyable to watch. Maybe not enjoyable to do. If only you knew, Tasha. If only you knew. <laughs> All right, let's get into the signature bake. Let's. All right, for the signature bake of failure week, I mean dessert week, <laughs> the bakers were asked to make eight creme caramels with a baked custard. They get two hours and 45 minutes, which seems like a fair amount of time. <laughs> um, they are looking for copious creme caramels. See the alliteration? Mm-hmm, I copious like creme caramels. Uh, Noah has a, like a funny bit where he's like, "I brought my spoon." Allison's like, "Wait, I brought a bigger spoon." And that's kind of the comedy here. Paul and Prue say they're looking for a beautiful caramel on top, falling down on a silky smooth set custard. They say if it overbakes, it will be stodgy. It must be silky smooth. So up first, um, we have Christy. Christy is making orange creme caramels with orange peel. Orange zest and orange flavored custard. Uh, Christy tells Allison she has nightmares of Paul yelling at her, which is that's real life. I know. <laughs> yeah. You're about to, yeah, you're, that's like a premonition at this yeah. point. Um, Noah also comes over as she's getting her custard out of, the, of like her ramekins. It's like a really tense moment. And Christy's like, No, go away. <laughs> this is not the time for this. 
<laughs> he doesn't go away. So that's, that's pretty funny. During judging, they say the texture is bad. Um, it's kind of bubbled up a bit. She left her caramels too long in the oven. Um, the orange is there, flavor-wise, but the caramel is too solid, which is a big issue. So mm. Chrissy not off to a good start. Mm-mm. At this point, we have how many bakers? Six? Uh, I think it's five. Is it? Or like in the beginning of this episode. Oh, yes. Six. six right? Yes. Let's talk about top three. Okay. <laughs> Do you think Christy's making it a top three? I think Christy's going to win the whole show. That's really, that's a wild prediction. I've also got zero predictions right this season. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't know. Mm. I, that's probably accurate. So, so I actually think Christy will go home in the next episode or the episode after. You think Christy will go home in party week? Yeah. Or, mm. or patisserie. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think uh, Christy's good, but I have three other bakers that I think are are locks for in the final. You think she's gonna win the whole show, which is wild. Who's your top three? Um, my top three, in no particular order, is Josh, mm-hmm. Dan, mm-hmm. Tasha. Tasha. Mm. They seem pretty solid. I'm going with in particular order. Okay. Christy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Tasha. Tasha. It's between Dan and Josh. Or Maddie. Or Saku. Or Saku, right? Spoiler alert. Dan. You don't think Josh is gonna make top three? No. Josh could win the whole thing. Or he could lose the whole thing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so could, but yeah. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, after this episode, everyone left is like really strong or has a, a great following online. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I think my reasoning is last season, Shabira was the last person on my fantasy team and she won the whole thing. Mm-hmm. This season, Christy is the last person on my fantasy team. Although I, I would say that at this point during last season, Shabira like has done better than Christine's season. Mm, mm. <clears throat> is good, man. It, yeah? Yeah. We shall see. No, I mean, there's nothing more about Shabira. <laughs> like, it, that season's over. Oh, okay. She's good. Right? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't see any more of her. <laughs> She's in my predictions. This week. No, she won. Oh, okay. Yeah, she won the whole thing. <laughs> like I said, I haven't been great on predictions this, okay. this season. <laughs> All right. Up next is Dan. <laughs> He's making Thai green curry caramels. This is a this is a big swing from Dan. It is. Paul keeps asking, "What are you thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> and it seems to be some controversy on whether or not it's curry. It is not curry. Hmm. It's just Thai <laughs> flavors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Thai inspired. Mm-hmm. All right. During judging, Dan presents them again as Thai green curry. (laughs) (laughs) Paul basically says, don't say curry. He does say that it's suffering from a slight underbake and it looks a little bit desperate. Mm. Prue says that she loves the texture. After tasting, Paul does say that it is beautiful. The flavors are spot on. The lemongrass really makes it. Prue says it's nearly perfect. However, it doesn't look perfect because they're collapsed. But Mm. the flavor is lovely. Yeah. So his Thai-inspired 
caramels. Pretty good on flavor, not good on. He, he should have just called them lemongrass caramels. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it was. Lemongrass. He should have given a punny name like Dana usually does. Oh, he should have channeled her. And this way you're kind yeah. of safe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dana went home lessons. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And next up we have Josh. Josh is making his Nan's favorite creme caramels with cinnamon plus orange custard. He says uh it's a favorite of his nan since in honor of her. He also has like a photo of her and it always looks like his nan is watching him bake. Mm, pressure. Which, yeah, a lot of pressure. <laughs> I would feel it. <laughs> yeah, he's also piping butterflies. He has really good piping skills on the mm. butterflies. They're not really nice. During judging, they say that his uh butterfly um piped toppings look really nice. Everything looks very pretty. And Josh has a lot of finesse. Yet Adam doesn't think he'll make top three. Hmm. But they didn't say that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they say his uh, spice plum and the orange is delicious. The texture is slightly overbaked, but considering everything, really good from Josh. Mm-hmm. So Josh doing a good job here. Mm-hmm. For now. Yep. <laughs> well, you can say that about everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be until, you know, next week or the week after. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Up next is Maddie. He's making chai creme caramels. We learned that in practice he's been doing 12, but then found out that they only need eight. That's a solid strategy play. Yeah. Because they would just pick the best eight, right? The best eight, yeah. yeah. Paul asks why chai. Paul's got a lot of questions. Yeah. He asks if he drinks chai a lot. He says no, he's more of a coffee kind of guy. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie does have some troubles. He has to redo his caramel like three times. Yeah. So that, along with the four extra bakes, <laughs> I don't know, could uh, could have put a little stress into his his morning. Mm-hmm. During judging, though, Paul says they look quite attractive. He thinks the caramel could have been a little bit darker. You can tell by the color it's too pale, but they look nice and smooth. Hmm. Prue loves the flavor. Because the chai flavors are quite strong, it's interesting and it really works, but they're probably a little overbake. Paul does say it looks like a Frankfurter sausage. You know when you get the skin on a Frankfurter? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It does yeah. say it tastes good, though. Paul so. likes that sausage. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Maddie did okay. Yeah. Yeah. So far, no one's hitting it out of the ballpark. No. All right, next we have Saku. Saku is making uh, mini Watapalapen creme caramels. With jaggery caramel, yeah. which Saku says it's very difficult to handle because it's hard to get out and hard to like, um, kind of like mold. I'm like, Saku, is this the right choice for this? <laughs> you already like gave yourself a challenge working with the jaggery caramel. Yeah. During judging, they say they look pretty identical. Um, and they actually complement the jaggery. It just looks, it looks even and shining. However, after biting into it, they say the, the jaggery is much too sweet. And overall, our creme caramels are too sweet. Also, there's too much egg in it. So, Saku hitting it on the presentation, but flavor-wise, they're kind of failing a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, up next is Tasha. She's making fig, honey, and rosemary creme caramels. She brought rosemary from home from her mom's garden. Paul does say rosemary is an interesting one because if you go slightly over, it becomes medicinal. Yeah. Interesting enough, though. Paul does say that he trusts Tasha. So usually I feel like when Paul comes around, there's a lot of questions. Yeah. But in this case, I feel like he may have installed some 
confidence. Yeah. Also, like, this is something that she could have done in botanical week. True. <laughs> True. Maybe she had rosemary, like, as a secondary bacon botanical week. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to use it this time. That is true. Yeah. Noel and Tasha do have a little interaction where they talk about creme caramel challenges on YouTube, where apparently you have to inhale them without using your hands, which would be a fun challenge for you to do. I just, you just threw me in a pit of <laughs> unset custard. So Derek judging. Could, could do that too. <laughs> judging. Prue said they look very interesting. She was worried about Tasha making caramel with honey. Tasha had a couple of, I think, advantageous strategies this episode. One of them was the honey, yeah. right? Yep. She does question, though, Prue, in regards to it could have been a little bit thicker. Paul said that there's a swimming pool of sweetness and that it really needed to be on top. However... He does say the fig comes through. The rosemary's barely there, but the flavor is lacking a little bit of direction. Hmm. Prue did see, say that she thought the honey was a lovely idea, but everything was just too sweet. Yeah. So, although it was easier for her to make the caramel out of honey, apparently the overall flavor profile was too sweet. Uh, yeah. I think that happened with a couple of people. Like yeah. her and Saku. Yeah. All right, that's the uh, the signature. We get some comments from the bakers. Maddie says, that went all right, I think. There were some comments about the color of the caramel, but little do they know how lucky I am to have any caramel in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, good. Yeah, that's pretty funny, Maddie. You're right. <laughs> the fact that you actually got a caramel was a success. Mm -hmm. Dan says, the risk was worth taking. I'm happy. Saki says, oh, I'm sad. It's not silky and smooth. And Kirsty says, stupid bubbles. I won't be making them again. And then that we get on to the failure challenge. That's uh, technical. Technical. Let's get into failure. All right. This week, the technical is set by Paul Hollywood, <laughs> <laughs> who is apparently wearing dessert boots. <laughs> dessert boots. <laughs> I've made that joke so many times in this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Paul has words of advice. You will let us down. <laughs> <laughs> he says this recipe has three very distinct textures you've got to get them all right for it to work yeah and they, get, <laughs> they get an hour and a half as we yeah. talked about yep yep and to which they say an hour and a half which is plenty of time they do say that that's crazy plenty of time so six individual orange and ginger trickle puddings right yeah I don't think we need to get into the dangers. Although you mentioned that <laughs> we'll see them. You mentioned we'll see all the earlier dangers, yeah. that that Paul did specifically say forty minutes, yeah, minimum for zero. Yep, and he does say with an hour and a half that doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room. Who's going to use their time wisely? Nobody. <laughs> well, Tasha had one. She had one. Again, she it, had a good strategy. Okay, we'll go over it. But, yeah. Okay. Nah. All right. Mm. Yeah, shall I go over the bottom three? Let's. I mean, this really is a bottom six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, I'll go over the, the most terrible. <laughs> Sixth place, Maddie. Um, yeah, his are so bad, he didn't even take him out of the ramekin. <laughs> it would have just made a mess everywhere. You said there's burnt sauce. It's awful. Prue says zero points. And they say it's a disaster. 
which is like really harsh. Peru said that this is the worst technical she's ever judged, or the, worst bake she's ever judged. There was only one edible item. Yeah, that um, out of six, only one. They yeah. only tasted one. I <laughs> know. <laughs> the fifth place is Sasaku. They say, yeah, her steam sponges are inedible. It's just dodge. The creme and glazes are right. Overall, very terrible. So I guess that's why she gets fifth place, because her creme and glaze is okay. Yeah. Uh, Christy, they say, it's raw. It's inedible. The creme and glaze is okay, though. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That takes us to third place. Josh. Creme glaze looks okay. Syrup looks pretty good as well. However, they're inedible. The size are terrible as well. In second place, Dan. He, <laughs> this has some elements of a bake. It is the right consistency. It's the right balance of ginger and orange, but also not really edible. Can't eat it. And that leaves us in first place, Tasha. Paul says there's something that actually has a bake on it. The flavor is good. The orange tang is coming through nicely. Um, she did go rogue, and she started baking them without the bombery. Yeah. And I think that saved her. Time-wise. Yeah. yeah. Because I think she also, if I remember correctly, had the most time on her bake, which was 25 minutes. Most bakers <laughs> were around 20, yeah. which is half the time of the 4-0. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So Paul did say that basically they all did terrible. They let him down. They let Prue down. They let themselves down. Consider themselves roasted. It's Paul's fault, man. You didn't give him enough time to do this. At the end, we do hear from some of our bakers. Tasha says, she'll take that. A win is a win. <laughs> <laughs> we take those, Tasha. I agree with that. We got to take those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saku says she's trying her best because she wants to come back. And Maddie says, it went all right. <laughs> <laughs> he says it with a laugh. He says, yeah. he's flashing back to being at school. You know, when they're like, they're, they're worse than angry. They're so disappointed. But they got a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. so um, we have kind of a, like a little round table here. Priest says that technical is the worst thing she's ever judged, baking or non-baking. <laughs> <laughs> Paul said he's very disappointed in all of them. That it was very hard to judge that technical. They said so far they're just gonna do things based on the signature because everyone did bad in technical. Um, Dan did good in the signature. So did Josh. Maddie did okay. He said the lads, the lads are in good shape. However, the girls are in trouble. Um, Saku and Chrissy did not do well in the signature, so they're in, in danger of going home. Tasha's kind of in the middle. She won the technical, but she still did terrible. <laughs> so, I mean, win is a win, right? Yeah. <sighs> okay. I, I feel like Tasha should have got more cred because she had the only edible bake, even yeah. if it was bad. It yeah. was. They got only, to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that in itself should be something. Yeah. No. I yeah, mean, no, I agree. It should be something. I think they messed up on this technical. I mean, we we talk about how the technical is probably not worth very much. I think this is further proof of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do the showstopper. Let's. For the dessert week showstopper, the bakers are tasked with making a meringue bomb. They get four hours. Uh, Paul and Prue said they're looking for a sphere. And on the inside, any kind of dessert that they want. Um, right here in this challenge, they're testing moraine engineering skills. That's what they want to see, moraine. And they're using that to make like a cool globe. My first baker is Christy. She is making a croque and bouche meringue bomb. 
with shoe buns inside. <clears throat> One of the many bakers to do a meringue bomb with shoe buns inside. Um, her flavors are a summer berry creme dip and a meringue. Um, I can't read my handwriting here. <laughs> meringue kisses. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Little meringue kisses all over uh, uh, her. It was pretty. Yeah. Over yeah. The, like, it was like over the dome of it. It was pretty. It was really good when they removed the ones on the bottom, though, I think. I think that improved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because during judging, the, she presents it. And they're like, wow, the colors look amazing. It's very impressive looking. And then Prue does remove a couple from the bottom. She's like, there, that's more like a circle. And then we're all like, I mean, Christy could have done that. <laughs> but like, <clears throat> the judges are kind of like, you know, finessing it. She's so, just not trying to peek too mm, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks amazing on the outside, right? They take out the top, and the inside is kind of a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Paul says, it kind of looks like a bomb has gone off yeah. on the inside, which is funny. Yeah. <clears throat> they say the profiteroles were a mess, the shoe buns. Um, after they eat into the shoe buns, they say there's too much icing. It's also too sweet. The outside looked good. The The inside was a letdown. So, yeah, Christy in trouble here mm. after they opened up that dome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it did look pretty it, bad. It it's, like, it's like the equivalent of like someone coming over and then like I like took all the clutter and like messed with my house and put it into a closet. And they're like, oh, your house looks great. I'm like, thank you. And then they open the closet to put their coat in it and everything falls on them. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like what happened. That is. Mm, also, yeah. I question why they're going into my closet. Anyway. You put the coat on. Nah. Uh, I guess you're as the host, you're supposed to take the coat for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bad host. No. <laughs> Up next is Dan. <laughs> He's making his pale blue dot meringue bomb. Based on our humble little home, Earth. I mean, what better way to make a globe than to make a globe? Right? Yep. Okay. Globes be globin'. That's right. Beneath an Earth crust of chocolate Genoa, his trifle consists of orange creme pat, strawberry babois, and his Earth core of raspberry jelly. Hmm. And it looks pretty good. Prue does say it's amazingly wonderful, ambitious thing to get the entire world in a meringue. <laughs> Paul says overall he's created a nice shape. There's a nice dome to it, and he loves the layers. He's got a sharpness, certainly to the jelly in the middle. The sponge on the outside is delicious as well. The whole thing works together. It's lovely. Prue at the end says, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Well mm. done. And in good shape. Lovely doubly. Looking good. Looking good. And next up, Josh. Josh is making a game set and match rain bomb. The whole thing looks like a giant tennis ball. It's green, which is cool on the outside. Um, inside, there's a strawberry and cream shortcake. So this thing comes out looking very nice. The judges say the piping is excellent. The whole thing is beautiful. After they open up the dome, it actually looks good on the inside too, the shortcake. <laughs> they say it tastes fantastic and it's delicious. And then Prue says Wimbledon should create something like that, which is a very good compliment to Josh. Josh uh, doing very strong in the showstopper. Mm -hmm. Up next is fan favorite Maddie. He's making English Italian summer meringue bomb using pistachio, strawberry, and basil. So it's a fusion between English and Italian summer. Basil. Okay, basil. They say basil a lot. That's true. Yeah. Every time they say on the show, I say basil. And then my wife's like, stop saying that. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you want to say that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Couldn't get annoying. All right. That's <laughs> one. <laughs> During judging, Fru says that the look of it is really good. Paul says it's quite artistic, colorful. The bomb itself is nice. Inside, though, looks a lot messy. <laughs> yep. Fru says somehow the pistachio flavor is too rich and heavy. It's not a connection I would normally make. For pistachio? No. Yeah. Usually it's very light. <laughs> yeah. Paul says the basil is not quite... Basil. <laughs> he's not quite sure he likes it with the strawberry. Fru does say that the meringue is very good. The outside is a little triumph. Mm. Mm, nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next we have Saku. Saku is making a flowers for my bee meringue bomb with uh, marzipan bumblebees. And then the inside, she's making shoe buns. Which is uh, similar to kind of a couple of the other bakers. During judging, they say her meringue looks very pretty. However, she doesn't have a base. The base is like cracked and falling apart. So they're like, it's not really a bomb um, when they open it up on the inside. They say it's just a few shoe buns that are kind of stacked. Mm. So they, she kind of didn't like fulfill the brief of this uh, showstopper challenge. Yeah. When they taste the shoe buns, they say they're kind of flat. Um, the flavors are not strong enough, which is very uncharacteristic of Saku. So things kind of falling apart for Saku here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And up next, we have Tasha. She's making plum and ginger meringue bomb. This week, she's keeping it simple-ish. Yeah. I mean, she usually goes all out. I think she wants to just coast into the quarterfinals here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Branches of pink plum blossom will wrap around her bomb containing profiterole plums filled with plum and ginger creme diplomat and topped with plum crackling. A lot of plum. Yep. During judging, Proust thinks that the plum blossom is so sweet it's lovely. Paul says it does join together and it is a ball. The decoration he quite likes. It's a little bowl of buns. Also, the crackling is quite effective. He does say on their own it's a slightly acidic flavor, but together with the meringue it does work beautifully prude does second by saying that the idea of a bomb is you eat a little bit of the meringue as well she likes it it's not too sweet inside well done tasha doing good pretty good yeah so we get the comments from the bakers chrissy says it was tough i don't think i've done enough she thinks she's going home dan says it went better than i could have hoped for he's uh he has a big smile on his face josh says i was really pleased with that <laughs> Because it couldn't have gone better, really. Mm. Saku says, my meringue cracked, and they didn't get the flavors. I am in danger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then we got a judge's roundtable. They say, Josh is a comeback kid. His strawberry cake was beautiful. And Dan is also a comeback kid. Um, his his bake was excellent. They say, Christy and Saku are in danger. They say, Saku had no base and no flavors. And Christy was style over substance. Tasha is somewhere in the middle. And then we get into the final decisions. Um, they announced our baker. And the true comeback kid, it's Dan. D to the A to the N. <laughs> I don't think he's gotten a star baker since the episode one. Correct. Yeah, so Dan uh, coming back in a good good time during the show. Right before quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. And sadly, someone has to go home. And this time it's uh, one of the other fan favorites of the show. It's Saku. <sighs> People love Saku. She's very funny. I love Saku. She has a good energy. Yeah. She says, I'm so proud of myself. I don't miss baking, but I will miss <laughs> the, the other people in the tents. It's a privilege to be a part of this lovely family. <clears throat> Dan says, nothing 
there was nothing between me and Josh. Um, I think he's talking about like in like the decision. It must have been very close. Mm-hmm. He said Josh is a phenomenal baker. So to edge past him this week was gives, has given me loads of confidence. I'm super happy. My wife will be surprised. Uh, Christy says I'm happy to be a quarterfinalist. Um, Tasha, Maddie, also echo the same sentiment. They're happy to go into the quarterfinals. And it kind of the episode ends on Dan giving his wife a phone call. <laughs> he's like really happy. He's really eager to tell her the news. And he gets voicemail. <laughs> he's like, of course she didn't expect me to get Starbaker. That's why she didn't pick up the phone. <laughs> it's just funny. That and is funny. That is the episode. What a what an episode. That's uh, happy to get that one done with. <laughs> We're ready for party week. Yeah. Also, I need to go home and do the laundry. I'm... I'm just sitting here. <laughs> anyway, uh, segments. Favorite bake or funniest? What do we do first? Ah, favorite bake's good. All right, favorite bake. I gotta go. I gotta try Dan's uh, lemongrass <laughs> signature. Ah. I'm not gonna say curry because it wasn't curry, but right. I want to try it still. It sounds interesting. I'm going with uh, Tasha's technical. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> going anything in the technical. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> At least I picked the edible one. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. Okay. Funniest moment. For me, it was when Dan called home and it went to voicemail. Okay. For me, it was when the, after the technical, Maddie was like, that went good, right? Oh. <laughs> and then also, like, at the end of technical, they're all laughing. They're like, we can't serve this, can we? <laughs> I thought Allison did have a funny moment with Josh when they were talking about the butterflies. And Josh did say that you have to have the right plants. And Allison said she has AstroTurf. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. He's like, well, there's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fantasy update. Fantasy update. Week seven, you scored seven points this week. It's oh, not, not enough. I scored 24 points <laughs> oh this gosh. week. That's more than three times my points, maths. Team Q's total is 182. <laughs> Team M's total is 232. Man. That's a 50-point difference. There's only three episodes left. Team Q only has two bakers left. That's Josh and Maddie. Josh and Maddie have to win the next two episodes, and then one of them has to win the whole show. Team M has three bakers left, including the winner. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> Tasha, and Christy. All right. <laughs> Here's the game plan. Okay. Next episode, Maddie wins Starbaker. He uh-huh. gets a handshake. Uh-huh. Right? Like two handshakes? <laughs> the episode after that, Josh gets two handshakes. Okay. Wins Starbaker. And Maddie also gets two handshakes. Last episode, they each both get three handshakes. <laughs> and then they share the title of I the mean, winner. If your predictions, even within the next two weeks, occur, you have a really good chance of winning anyway without... You know, losing to Christy in the final. They, if they both share <laughs> the winner of the show, then I'll get 20 points for each of them. I mean, that's never happened before. So. <laughs> they have a tie. <laughs> yeah, they have a tie. All right, we'll see what happens. Prediction time. Funny math. All right, so. Yeah. In. Wait, I just want to say last week, I said that Dan was going to get yeah, Starbaker. Yeah. And Saku was going to go home. You did. You predicted the opposite. I did. And uh, one of us was more correct than the other. I mean, one of us was luckier. I mean, <laughs> I'm literally custard and custard and can't right. be. All right. Predictions for next week. Who is your star baker? Star baker for party week? Party week. 
I feel like it's going to go back to Tasha. Tasha? Yeah. She has a lot of party energy. I feel like Rowan would do well. Party <laughs> yeah, with- yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rowan's still going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, party? Yeah. <laughs> Bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he would have a great party. Yeah. All right. I am going with... Gosh, I feel like it could be Christy. Okay, party week, Christy. But you think Christy's going home, don't you? Yeah, Christy's my. Um, oh no, we're gonna have opposites guest to go again. home. All right. So your star baker is Tasha. Yeah. Going home is Christy. Yep. Who I don't want to jinx Christy now, so I might leave her off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the show's already happened. Going home is. Hmm. I think it's Matt, hard now. It is. I think Maddie will go home. Yeah. Kind of ruins my fantasy up chances, but maybe. I gosh, I don't have too many. Okay, I will pick Christy to win. Although I don't want her to win. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. All right. Oh, <sighs> next week it's gonna be a party. I'm gonna go take a shower. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh please wait and review and subscribe and all that good stuff but uh yeah thanks guys we'll see you next week for the party bye